Hello and welcome to the Engagement Coach Podcast. Welcome to the Engagement Coach Podcast with your host Amrit Sander. So the topic of this week's uh, podcast is engaged or betrayed and it relates to the furloughing of employees. Now across the UK we've had thousands of organisations having to resort to furloughing their employees and across the world governments have stepped in to support organisations paying a large percentage of salaries to try and get through this crisis so that we can come back and adjust quickly and and make the improvements we need to make allowing our economies to recover. Now for some employees they've had three to four months off work. Uh, Certainly in the UK alone we've got 8.4 million employees now on furlough schemes with the government paying 80% of their salaries. And um, you know we know how hard it is you know when we go on holiday or have a break from work two weeks away how long it takes to adjust back into work imagine if you've had three to four months off how hard must it be to adjust back into work and that's what I want to focus on this week is how do we help employees get back into work understanding that the psychological contract may have been strained or broken in some cases Now, don't get me wrong, some people uh, might have loved it. I I was speaking to one person who said in 27 years, this is the first full break they've had from work, other than the odd week or two for holidays or Christmas. And they've loved it. They got time with their family, sitting at home, not having to worry about finances because the government was backing up their, uh, their salary, and they just made the most of it and absolutely loved it. But there'll be some people out there who will have been extremely stressed by the whole episode of being furloughed do i have a job when i come back and there's a lot of talk right now of of redundancies and for those people who suffered the stress it was a stress will come from the uncertainty uh, what state is the what state is the organization going to be in when i come back if we're having to furlough people that means there's uncertainty that means there's risk and they may have felt a level of betrayal and let's just remember a lot of the people who we have working in organisations are highly engaged. They're highly productive. We, did, you know, people weren't furloughed because their performance wasn't good. They weren't furloughed because they didn't fit into the company in terms of the behaviours or values. They were furloughed because the work stopped. That's it, and it stopped all of a sudden. And as an emergency measure, the government stepped in. So, whilst it wasn't anybody's fault, we could be dealing with. Employees coming back with a feeling a level of betrayal. And so how do we now quickly get those employees who are highly engaged, highly productive, who may be coming back with that psychological contract feeling like it's broken, how do we get them back in to be productive? And for organisations, this is we're going to need the people who we've had in our employment not to not just survive but thrive. We're going to need their talents, their, their experiences, their information their their innovation their creativity we're going to need that talent when if we could have coped without them we would have they're in organizations for a reason and so we're going to really need them to be highly engaged really step up to make sure we get the most out of this so how can we make sure that they they adjust quickly how can we remove that feeling of betrayal so that it quickly becomes a feeling of excitement energy and drive to make organisations survive and thrive. The first step has to be creating a space to allow colleagues to be heard. We need to create an environment where employees can express their anger, their frustration, their rage, their their disappointment, 
their annoyance, whatever it might be, the emotions they felt when they were furloughed. We need to create an environment where people can come in and express. As human beings, we want to know that others understand what we went through. And so creating this environment where we genuinely hear and genuinely listen to how people felt will be the first stage of recovery. And this has got to be done without judgment, without repercussions, without the re- responding to say, yeah, but this is why. Just to creating a space to say, we're going to listen to you. The next stage has to be one of where there's a level of honesty and transparency. Now, if you ask most people in an organisation, they'll say, there's not enough hours to get all the work done I need to get done. And yet, how come we manage to find the ability to furlough people? What happened to all that work? People, most people will say, I was in the thick of it before I was furloughed. And whilst most people, that for them, that will have been the case at a micro level, what a lot of employees wouldn't have seen is at a macro level, the exponential rate at which that work was drying up. That the organisations had to take an emergency measure to salvage what little they had left before their organisations faced uh, an irretrievable uh, journey to, to recovery. So, we need to be honest with, with employees to say, here's what was going on. Yes, your work was still there at a micro level, but it was only going to be there for a few more days or weeks because this is what was going on around us. So that level of transparency will help a long way into helping people understand, whilst it may not reduce the anger, at least they can understand that this is why we took the steps we did. Then there's the strategy. Well, one thing we do know is boardrooms don't have the answers. And certainly now more than ever, there is nobody who out there who could guarantee what the future is going to bring. Even the experts, all the experts, I've been listening to some medical reports on webinars, just keeping an eye on things. And one thing's for certain, we haven't got a clue. We haven't got a clue what the future is going to bring. We don't know what, which way we're going to end up turning. So in the absence of anything else, we'll need to involve employees. And the risk is, you know, we bring them back from furlough and that we'll bring them back to do the jobs they did. And that's going to drive the disengagement. It's going to drive the the fear of uncertainty. We can't continue the way we did. We need to stop and now reflect. What is our strategy going forward? How are we going to drive creativity and innovation? We're going to have to adjust. So how do we do that? We're not going to do it without that the talents, the experiences, and the values, the information, and, and the, the value that employees bring in their roles. And, you know, let's face it, most employees in engagement service will say, I've got skills that the organisation isn't using. Now is the time we need to dig deep to really release the full potential of our employees. The Office of Budget Responsibilities recently just announced that the UK is going to see a potential 35% drop in GDP, recovering a little later in the year. But in order to help with that recovery, we're going to make need to make sure that we've got highly engaged, highly committed employees, and we're creating an environment for them to thrive. One of the things we can do is share with them the size of the problem or the challenge and the openness and transparency. Here's where we're at as an organisation. Here's the challenge we face and get them involved. Make them part of the solution. You know, we all love, the human brain loves solving problems. We've seen it in examples of where you leave a crossword out somewhere and people just start to fill it in naturally. Our natural curiosity to solve problems is what we want to tap into. We've got a big problem. Across organisations, how are we going to adapt and adjust to this environment where we can move forward and create and innovate and get them involved? So bring their talents, 
It doesn't matter what their labels were. It doesn't matter what um, jobs they were assigned to. This is about now creating the, the hackathon type approach to get people involved to say, how collectively can we solve this problem? How do we innovate? How can we, how can we solve some of the solutions? What do we think the world's going to look like? What do we think the world's going to need? And how do, how do we get them involved? And create an environment where anything's up for discussion. You know, it's it's not a case of let's drive innovation and creativity, but we can't change that and we can't change that. Actually, anything is now up for discussion. And help them understand that this is about new ideas. How can we improve our ways of working? How can we improve our processes, our procedures? There may be things that they've been questioning for a long time, thinking, I don't know why we've ever done that. Now is the time to really get out there, but create an environment where people can be really honest about what they see and the changes they think we need to make. Have everybody involved. Make this a shared strategy across the organisation that people can say, here's what we think we need to do to move forward. And let them do it. Get out of their way. It's only with our people that we're going to help our organisation survive and thrive. And so this is about helping them now. We need to break down these silo barriers. I think um, across organisations, some, bar- some of the titles we put in their job roles can be restrictive. Now it's about, actually, let's rewrite all of that. Let's change the, the boundaries and say, what do we need to drive? What's the strategy going forward? Who's going to help with it? Who's got the best talents for it? Where do we lack talents that we need to bring in? Where do we have people we can upskill? And let's make the most of this. So, And, and that will quickly help employees who might be feeling betrayed quickly fo- focus on solving a problem and adjust their mindset to say, how do we as a collective get through it? And that's really the point of the, the leaders, you know, this uh, the social identity. We want to make sure now that employees feel that we're in it together as opposed to them and us, which they might have been feeling, having potentially feeling be, be, been betrayed. They might have felt like I belong in the organisation up until they were furloughed, at which point they might then be feeling like, actually... I don't, part, I don't belong to this organisation. So we want to quickly get, make them feel that they do, they're crucial to it, and they're crucial to the success of it. So engaged or betrayed, we need to think about how employees might be feeling, what's the state of the psychological contract. We can't just have people coming back to work and doing what they did before. We have to stop and ask ourselves, what do we want to achieve? How do we think we can do it? And get people involved in the solution have their creativity, their innovation, not restricted to labels or or, or job roles, but actually genuinely with everything you have inside you, your talents, your skills, your experiences, what do you think we should do? And allow them to unleash their full potential, allowing us to unleash our organisation's full potential. And we will get through this and survive and thrive if we can make sure they adjust quickly. So our job, our responsibility is to help create an environment where employees who are highly productive, highly engaged, remember, for those employees who were furloughed weren't furloughed because they were poor at their jobs, their, their performance wasn't very good or they didn't fit into the organisation. They were highly productive and highly engaged. We need to quickly get them back into being that, highly productive and highly engaged, and to be work ready. That's going to require organisations to adjust, to provide the environment, allowing them to do that. So, Engage the Betrayed, um, that's uh, our podcast for this week. How can we help employees adjust to the world of work so they feel like they matter, they feel like they belong, and they can help with solving the problems and challenges to help organisations survive and thrive. That's all from me today. I'm Rich Sander from The Engagement Coach. I will see you soon. Take care. Thank you. 
the Engagement Coach Podcast.